This is the Retirement Detective Podcast, where we dive into cases with Philip Mock, chartered financial analyst and certified financial planner professional, to solve common retirement and financial planning questions. Get insight into how to solve quandaries that appear on the path to and through retirement, ideas on how to approach savings and investing for retirement, and how to plan for retirement in a tax-efficient manner. Now, here's your host and lead retirement detective, Philip Mock. Hi, everyone. It's Philip Mock with the Retirement Detective Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the recent Fitch downgrade of the U.S. credit rating from AAA to AA+, and what that potentially can mean for investors and retirees. And we will look at that in today's episode. quick important note for everyone today. This podcast is being recorded uh, prior to market open on August 2nd. So the Fitch downgrade news is very recent, but we haven't had a market response to that just yet. Now let's take a step back and talk about what we're looking at here. So there are three credit rating agencies in the United States. There's Standard & Poor's, otherwise known as S&P, there's Moody's, and then there's Fitch. And they rate debt in company. That's their job. So when a company issues debt or a municipality issues debt or a country has debt, they review it and it is their job to assess the creditworthiness of that entity and their ability to meet the obligations of their of their entity, their their debt obligations. How likely are they to pay that back? For a long time, the United States has been generally rated AAA, and Fitch assigned a AAA rating to the United States back in 1917, and it's been AAA ever since, up until yesterday, August 1st, and. We have had some history of downgrades in the United States back in 2011. Standard & Poor's cut the United States credit rating from AAA to AA+. They, They did the same move that Fitch made yesterday. Moody's, the third credit rating agency, has us continually rated AAA. They've not made an adjustment to their rating. Now, I want to keep today's podcast brief, but I'll go through my thoughts here. Um, But basically, I don't think that this will be nearly as big of a deal as the S&P credit downgrade was back in 2011, and I'll outline my reasons for that. First of all, there's something significant about being the first one to downgrade. So going from AAA across the board, all three rating agencies, AAA, to one breaking down and going to AA plus was a really big deal because then it's like, well, we're not fully rated AAA anymore. Once that's been broken, subsequent downgrades I don't think are quite as big of a deal because it's like, well, this other rating agency's already rated us at, at AA plus, so you know, that's already there. I do think um, 
the if Moody's decides to drop us from double A plus or from triple A to double A plus, I think that will be perhaps a bigger deal because then it's no uh, none of the major credit rating agencies have rated us triple A, and I think that's significant. When you look at the news release from Fitch regarding the AAA rating downgrade to AA+, there are a couple of things that stand out about it. And I think for me, the number one thing that stands out about this downgrade is the timing that uh, we are now months past the, uh, the fighting that we had over the debt ceiling several months ago. And so I think it would have made probably more sense to have the downgrade right on the heels of that instead of here we are several months later. Also, apparently, while it's not in the the written document, when Fitch met with the White House to give them an opportunity to speak with them directly regarding the downgrade, apparently the January 6th incident was mentioned as part of the calculus to arriving at this downgrade decision, I think we can all agree that it was several years ago. And so the timing again is interesting. Some things they note in their press release is that they expect the general government deficit to rise to 6.3% of GDP or gross domestic product in 2023. That's a quote from their Fitch press release. And therefore, know that's coming from weak federal revenue more spending and higher interest costs Um, they also expect our debt to gdp ratio to continue to rise and reach 118 percent by 2025 that's a number from fitch so in other words they they believe that our our, our debt is rising to a level that they felt like was not sustainable. On top of that, they highlight something they call the erosion of governance that, and I quote, there has been a steady deterioration in standards of governance over the last 20 years, including on fiscal and debt matters, notwithstanding the June bipartisan agreement to suspend the debt limit until 2025. The repeated Debt limit political standoffs and last-minute resolutions have eroded confidence in fiscal management, end quote. So that's a direct quote from Fitch on this press release. So basically they're saying a combination of political infighting, which has resulted in a number of close calls regarding the debt ceiling and near defaults over the last decade, um, culminating in a really close call back in June, on top of the fact that our debts continue to rise, our revenue compared to that debt continues to uh, either remain flat or grow at a rate that is less than the rate that the debt is growing at, and our interest costs are growing to a point that they felt like when you consider all of these things in concert, that it would make sense for us to be downgraded from AAA to AA+. I don't know how the market will react to this. When the markets reacted to the S&P downgrade over 10 years ago, that was different for a number of reasons. That was on a Friday evening, so investors had an entire weekend to digest it and think about it. But 
coming back into the first session, there was a marked decline in the markets. Based on the futures for the market today, uh, or coming into the, the next trading session on August 2nd, um, they're pointing to a lower open, but not dramatically lower. Time will tell. We'll have to see. I'm not sure how that will play out. However, I think the over all viewpoint that I have on this is that it is it is important, it is a big deal, but I don't think that it's quite in the same category that the last downgrade was. It is certainly at best neutral news, at worst bad news, it's certainly not good news. Double A plus is still an outstandingly high credit rating. Is it as good as triple A? No but it's still outstandingly high. The majority of publicly traded companies are something below at at AA plus or below. There are a couple of AAA rated companies in the US, um, and there are other countries that are rated AAA still, and the US continues to be rated AAA as of this moment by Moody's, and they've, based on recent communications have said they intend to keep that rating at that level. Over time, the problem with continued downgrades is that the U.S. debt would become more expensive, so it would compound some of the problems that are outlined in Fitch's commentary here. When investors go to the market to seek out debt to invest in, they assign higher interest rates to to entities that they feel like are more credit risky. Just like a bank would assign a higher interest rate on an auto loan to someone with risky credit history versus someone with excellent credit history, investors are no different. So if the United States has a lower credit rating and and perhaps had future lower credit ratings, that would result in U.S. Treasuries having to pay more in interest on new issues. A a new Treasury would have to have a higher interest rate, most likely. And while that's great if you want to invest in U.S. Treasuries and you believe in the credit quality of the U.S., this just means you're getting more interest. But from a country perspective, that's a challenge because that compounds some of these things we've already talked about. The, the, The debt ratios are are elevated per Fitch and the the degree to which we're paying interest as a result of our gross domestic product, they deem high, and that would only get worse if we were having to issue debt at higher interest rates. That would mean higher interest payments out to the bondholders, to the treasury holders. So on the whole, this is not good news, but it remains, in my mind, just nowhere near as bad as the S&P downgrade was and still probably not quite as bad as a Moody's downgrade would be if they ever choose to do that. I personally am not incredibly surprised by this because they did warn us back in the early summer that they were putting a negative outlook on the United States, which is sort of them saying we're thinking about downgrading. And when you look at how close we came, I don't think... um, how close we came to default, I don't think a, a downgrade is is really that surprising. I think the overwhelming reason I'm surprised by this is that it's coming out now, several months later. I think if this came out a week after the 
standoff with the debt ceiling back in the early summer, no one would have really been surprised. But I think so much time has passed that most market participants probably had assumed that they were not going to downgrade because so much time had passed. Overall, I think um, long term that, you know, while the downgrade is not good, there is three ways we can go from here. Fitch could leave our rating at this level for a long time. They could downgrade us again if they felt like conditions worsened. And they could also upgrade us back to AAA if they ever felt like our fiscal quality had improved. Time will tell on all of that, but I think it is a a, a significant thing in the sense that U.S. have been AAA rated by Fitch for over 100 years. And anytime you have a, something like that that's over 100 years old and to make a change um, is significant. And of course, Fitch, just like S&P at the time, knew that there would be massive you know, response and outlash and some analysts and investors would agree with them and some would not. And so they had to really... Um, steal themselves for for what was coming but yeah i i mean my personal take on this is that it it is not good it's 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 interesting the timing's very interesting but i i feel like the markets are likely to have some reaction to it but i just don't think it's going to be um anything near the reaction that we saw with the s p however time will tell in the future, I think we'll have to keep an eye on Moody's to see if they show any signs of perhaps wanting to downgrade the United States in their ratings system. But for now, I think we're probably looking at a, a near future of us being AAA rated by Moody's and AA plus rated by Fitch and S&P, and which may have an impact on our, our treasury interest rates, maybe slightly higher we don't really know how much more you know we'd have to look at the u.s in a world where there wasn't a downgrade and one which there was and we can't you know do a side-by-side -side comparison but but logic and science would suggest that a downgrade is a lot more likely to make our rates go up than to go down but how much i don't know probably not a significant amount so that's where we are we've had a, a downgrade from Fitch from AAA plus to AA plus. And I'm sure in the August 2nd trading session, there will be no shortage of news and analysis and reaction on this. And I just wanted to share my thoughts. So hope you found this helpful. Feel free to check out our website at www.retirementdetective.com where you can sign up for our newsletter send in episode ideas, and reach out with questions. We'll see you next time. This recording strictly is for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of recording. Such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of the Retirement Detective Podcast. The Retirement Detective Podcast is not affiliated with any guest or his or her business affiliates unless otherwise stated. The Retirement Detective Podcast does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of the data presented herein. The Retirement Detective Podcast shall not be responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions or their use. 
Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of principal. Individuals should seriously consider if an investment is suitable for them by referencing their own financial position, investment objectives, and risk profile before making any investment decisions. This podcast is not a solicitation to purchase or sell securities or a solicitation for advisory services. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, financial, accounting, or other professional services, and nothing in this podcast should be relied upon as rendering legal, financial, accounting, or other professional services. Philip Mock is not a detective or law enforcement officer, and any reference to such is for entertainment purposes only.